The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, Colin Castleberry with you as always, and another hybrid show as we take a look at the gridiron and the hardwood tonight. It'll be Upperman and York on the gridiron playing in semifinals Friday night. We'll preview both those matchups as well as continue our previews on the hardwood. We catch up with teams from York to Stone, Cumberland, Cookville, and White all on the program tonight. High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Back on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, we begin in Baxter, where the Bees make a trip to Greenville for a state semifinal, their fifth in team history, third under Coach Kane, third in the last six years under Coach Kane, in fact. Uh, Coach Kane, before we get to anything just on, you know, on the field, the gridiron, the opponent, anything like that, how do you kind of... Uh, work your way through this week how do you balance kind of the weirdness of getting out of school for those you know Wednesday Thursday and Friday Thanksgiving obviously being on Thursday wanting to give the guys maybe a little bit of time with family and food but still obviously being extremely focused knowing that you have your toughest test uh, ahead of you on Friday night yeah I told the team that I'm not the Grinch that stole Thanksgiving but uh you know yesterday but but that we're, uh, we're we're definitely thankful, and we're going to give thanks, and we're going to try to spend as much time with our families as we can. But uh, we've also got a, a Upperman football family that we're very thankful for, and that we're going to spend some time with. And uh, you know, we're we're actually we're going to bring them in here at about two thirty today. And we're going to do our customary Wednesday lift. We're going to do our Wednesday meetings, and then we're going to travel over to Tennessee Tech and get a practice in at 4.30. And because, uh, you know, just to kind of get the kids acclimated to the plan on the turf, because uh, Greenville's got some turf up there. And then, uh, you know, we'll give them off tonight. Uh, we will bring them in in the morning for a little, do our Thursday walkthrough. Um give them a couple hours to hopefully spend some time eating with the family. And then we're uh, actually getting loading up on a bus uh, Thanksgiving evening and uh, traveling to Greenville, uh, traveling close to the Greenville area. Um, you know, the last time we played on the road this round, we, we tried to do it all on that Friday and just, I, I didn't like how any of it went. I didn't feel like uh, it gave us a, the best opportunity to be ready to roll when the when the ball got kicked off so uh again um thankful for a lot of things thankful for the blessing you know of, of this season so far um but we got some work to do so i'm having to you know pry these kids away from their families and uh, i think you know people that care about football and care about this team understand that we you know we we're just doing what we got to do so um, yeah, it's been a, it gives me a lot of anxiety, you know, to, uh, you know, I'm a little OCD when it comes to how the week flows. Uh, I got to carve out some time to, you know, get my film washed, get my practice graded and, and all that stuff. And, and there's just a lot of things that pop up, but you try to make it as the preparation as normal as you can and, uh, get them ready to go. All right, coach. Now we got to look at that team you're facing, the Greenville is is certainly tough. We talked a little bit about it on Saturday, but of course you take the weekend or at least Saturday to to try to enjoy the fact that you're here now that you've taken the time, you've had some practice, and you've watched some film. 
what makes this team extremely difficult in a semifinal matchup? Yeah, you know, it's obviously they got real good players. And, uh, you know, they, they got a tailback who's a really dynamic player. Um, offensive line, you know, they're, they're kind of a run-heavy team. Um, their offensive line, uh, you know, plays really hard and, and, and takes a lot of pride in doing their job up front. Um, pretty physical unit. And, uh, and then I, I think their calling card is, is more or less their defense. And, uh, you know, I think they take a great deal of pride in how they play. And, and they got really good speed. Um, you know, that's probably the thing that we're going to have to get adjusted to the most is their team speed on defense is, you know, jumps off the film at you. Um, the good tacklers, good athletes, uh, you know, play really good technique. Um, and play hard, you know, they play with a little, little chip on their shoulder and, and, um, um, you know, it's, uh, it's just a really quality opponent. Um, you know, they, um, they've been bounced out of the quarterfinals, I think three straight years. Um, so, you know, the one thing I will say, at least we're not facing a, a two-time or ten-time defending state champion um, in the semis because uh, I do think it's, you know, that kind of gives teams a, a little bit of the mental edge. And so it's going to be two teams that haven't, uh, you know, that I know they've won some championships, but it's been in years past. Um, two teams that are kind of been knocking on the door a little bit lately and uh, and we'll both be eager to try to see who can come out on top. But, um they're quality. They're a really good team. You wouldn't expect any less in this round of the playoffs. Bees head coach Adam Kane as Upperman prepares to go on the road on Thursday. On Thanksgiving, in fact, they'll play Friday night, but you heard Coach Kane talk about it. Want to get there early. Felt like last year things didn't quite go their way. He didn't like the way things went, so they're going to go a day early across the timeline to Greenville to get acclimated for a state semifinal and a chance to go play for a gold ball next week. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Segment two built by Mountain Barn Builders on the high school playbook. We stay on the gridiron with our other state semifinalist, head coach Derwin Wright and the York Dragons stay home in Jamestown on Thanksgiving week to prepare to host East Robertson. Coach Wright, we were able to talk to you on Saturday, celebrate a big win to send you guys to a semifinal. Now you get to stay home in Jamestown and host a semifinal against East Robertson. Uh, Considering the week we're in, how weird it already is, how much nicer is it to know that during Thanksgiving week when everything else is sort of going this way and that way, that you guys get to stay home there in Jamestown? Well, it's it's tremendous. You know, we had that trip last week at Hampton, and you know, it's four hours each way. It was a long trip, and uh, you know, the the trip went well, though. But you know, it's going to be so much nicer to be here. And of course, it'll be you know, as far as our program's concerned, it's making history. Uh, first time we've ever hosted a semifinal game. Yeah, as somebody who's obviously been around this program so much in different capacities, multiple occasions, what does it mean to you? What does it mean to the community of Jamestown, this program, that school, uh, to be able to to host a a semifinal game? 
Well, it's just, you know, it's just a tremendous opportunity. Our kids have worked hard and coaching staff to, to, to get this opportunity. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, I, I just hope, I, and I know our community is going to turn out. It's going to be a huge crowd Friday night, uh, here at the Dragon Pit. So, you know, it's just a, it's just a tremendous opportunity and for these guys. It's a once in a lifetime. Certainly is. Now let's look at the logistics of it all. How do you balance getting in preparation, film, practice, lifting weights, all the stuff that comes with a normal week, and now you've got to do it in a semifinal week of the playoffs while also trying to let your guys rest up a little bit and spend some time with family during the holiday? Almost impossible. <laughs> you just uh, try to stick to your routine as much as you can. Uh, we uh, we'll get together in the morning before everybody starts their Thanksgiving stuff. So we'll go through our walkthrough and our special teams and everything tomorrow from about eight to nine thirty or ten. Uh, and then you know on Friday on Friday we'll have the guys come together to feed them breakfast and then. We'll have them back, and we usually uh, get together in the library about three forty-five, and then walk across. So we'll just we'll stick with that routine as best we can. Yeah, again, routine can only help in a situation like this when you welcome in an East Robertson team that, uh, not unlike you guys, just has a lot of athletes, is capable of being extremely explosive. How do you slow down a team with that much team speed and team talent? You just, you know, you got to play gap assignment football. Uh, you, you can't, you can't over pursue, under pursue. And, and, you know, they're going to, their, uh, their tailback is, uh, you know, he's an outstanding player. He's a player that's going to be playing SEC somewhere probably. And he's just, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's a really good runner, good feet. Uh, we've got a, we've got a gang tackle. We've got, everybody's got a buster, but the ball. Uh, you know, and, uh, and and like you said, they, they've not just got him. They've got three, uh, three or four really, really talented athletes. You guys obviously got to this spot last year, had to go on the road, but came up against a team with some great athletes and fell short. What is it going to take this year? What is it going to take Friday night for York Institute to break through that proverbial glass ceiling and go play for the gold ball? Discipline. Discipline in the way you play your technique, taking care of the football, just the fundamentals, and not making mistakes. Short, sweet, and to the point. That is head coach Derwin Wright of the York Dragons saying what it's going to take to get past the state semifinal this year and give themselves a chance to play for that all-elusive golden ball. The York Dragons and the Upperman Bees state semifinals on Friday night will carry the Upperman game on Sports Radio 104.7. Kickoff at 6 Central, 540 or so. Pre-game will begin. Now we transition to the hardwood on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. What say we stay in Jamestown on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders? We checked in with the York boys, of course, the football team who hosts the semifinal on Friday night. Now we check in with their boys basketball coach and athletic director, Rodney Pyle. Coach, my question to you is first and foremost, just how excited are you uh, to have basketball season back? It's one thing to to have all these different coaches you're working with, but we're finally back to the game 
you get to be on the sidelines for. How excited are you? Oh, we're extremely excited. We're we're excited to get the year started. Uh, we're still uh, missing our football guys, and we hope that they play three more games and win the state championship. Uh, but uh, we're trying to get the guys that are with us right now, getting them better, and, and hopefully this will this will toughen us toughen us up and make us better. Yeah, what are kind of the the pros and the cons to having you know such a successful football team at such a small school where a lot of those guys are also uh, some of your key contributors on the basketball court? Yeah, well, our, um, of course, the pros uh, would be you know you're getting you're you're hopefully strengthening your bench, you're making guys better. Uh, last night we played Oneida and we we had uh, at least two or three guys on the floor. Uh, that got significant playing time or played the whole game. And uh, so hopefully that will benefit us uh, down the road where those guys will have some confidence when they go in the game and uh, get some minutes later on. And uh, obviously the cons right now uh, – we're just having a hard time struggling with with practice because we you know, we only got eight guys and it's just you know we don't get to do any five on five stuff and uh, just makes that uh, practicing a little bit more difficult. But uh, we're excited for our football team. We we hope they go and win it all and and then whenever you know usually I try to give uh, the, the football guys about a week off. Uh, they they usually don't take it, uh, but uh, you know we we want them to uh, enjoy that football year and enjoy the the playoffs here. So uh, you know you got some pros and cons, and so hopefully it all evens out, and then hopefully here in a couple of weeks we'll we'll get everybody in the fold and we'll be ready to go. Teenagers impulsively wanting to just jump into the next thing. I've never. I, I can't imagine, Coach. I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 amazing, uh, you know, because you know if if a kid plays, you know, three sports, you know, basically they're they're practicing or playing games, uh, you know, in July all the way to May. So, uh, but uh, but again, you know, hopefully uh, it, it's enjoyable. Hopefully it's what they want to do, and uh, hopefully we can have some fun with it. Well, any coach will tell you that coming into a season, uh, you know, there's an aspect of your game that's ahead of the other. Uh, A lot of coaches try to say it's defense. Occasionally, though, it's your offense. Where do you feel like this team early on is going to kind of lean? Uh, Is it going to be on the offensive end or the defensive end? That's a good question. Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, last night, uh, you know, I think we gave up uh, 64 points somewhere around there, and uh, that's a little bit too high for us. We we're a little bit more of a, okay, I guess, you know, ball control, walk it up. Uh, of course, we liked our, our defense to somewhere average around uh, 12 or less, giving up each quarter, and so hopefully we like to keep teams in the in the 50s, or you know, hopefully if we play well enough defensively to keep them in the 40s, but. Uh, uh, so we we we've not really figured that out, and uh, so we've got some things to work on to to try to get better. And um, and again, right now, so you know, when when we get everybody back, I feel like we we we'd like to be an offensive team. You know, it's it's a it's a lot easier uh, going out there and you know scoring. If you can score above fifty, score above sixty, those games are a lot more fun uh, than you know if you're scoring forty and you're having to depend on your defense. So uh, we like to have more you know more of a balanced attack and hopefully offensively be good and defensively be good. No doubt it's a lot more fun to score points and the kids enjoy it more as well. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Coach, uh, last year, obviously, you guys went on a, a, a pretty great run all the way to the glass house. You, you fall there in the first round, a quarterfinal game. But what gives you the confidence this year's team, with several guys returning, uh, can make that run again? 
Yeah, well, we only had one senior last year, and that was Blaine York, and he, he did a terrific job, and we're going to miss him. And uh, so other guys have got to step up. And uh, so, you know, one thing we've got right now, when we get everybody back, we're going to have uh, seven seniors. And anytime you've got a team uh, that's that loaded in seniors, uh, you need to be good because, again, um, you know, most kids are going to quit if they don't see the floor or they don't get playing time. And so we've got to, you know, we got to very mature team, uh, you know, physically mature, uh, and so again, uh, you know, we should, we should definitely uh, be able to make some noise at the end of the year. But uh, uh, the, you know, it's, uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. Of course, uh, you're, you're, a lot of things go into that. You know, gelling, uh, you know, playing as a team and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, we 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 expect uh, to be right back where we was at last year, and hopefully, uh, do a little bit better job. York Institute Dragons boys head basketball coach Rodney Pyle as they attempt to make a run this season. But what do they have to do early on in the season? You heard it from Coach Pyle there. If you missed any of it, check it on and check it out on UCSportsNation.com, the UC Sports Nation Facebook page as well. I'm Colin Castleberry. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. As we continue our basketball previews on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, we go from Jamestown and the boys' team up at York to the girls' team all the way in Cumberland County, the Lady Jets, in a unique situation. We talk with head coach Kim Cram about just that. Coach Cram, great to speak with you again. I'm sure it was a great summer. It's been a great offseason, and now the season is upon us. Just how excited were you to get this season underway? How excited are your girls that the season is underway? Oh, we're really excited. You know, preseason gets long and drawn out, and everybody gets tired of the same old routine. So we were really um, pumped to get it going. You guys obviously bolster a really unique uh sort of team dynamic you have one of the best post players in the region and a veteran at that but then you also have two extremely young very talented guards out there on the floor what has that dynamic been like kind of early in the season trying to get that to mesh yeah I mean so Jalen is a natural at this you know she's kind of a mama bird anyways um in her in regards to her personality so um, she's been really calm. Um, she's kind of just let um, Lauren and Sydney kind of be who they are um, and kind of waits for her opportunities. And she understands that, you know, she is going to get her touches and that um, to be patient and, and to kind of let Lauren and Sydney thrive at the things that they do. Um, at the same time, as talented as Lauren and Sydney are, um, they're still freshmen and, and they're still learning and they're still growing. And I think that they've learned to kind of lean on Jalen and her experience. You guys have had some early successes here. Uh, what have you learned about your team in these first couple of games that you hope you can continue uh, to grow throughout the months of months of November and December? Yeah, you know, we scheduled a very difficult first week for ourselves. We opened up at Pickett County. Um, and then, of course, we traveled to Cookville on that Friday. And um, Pickett County, our kids were so excited to go play that game, and they really exceeded our expectations in that first game. And then, in contrast, they went into Cookville, and I think they had a little bit of pressure on them, um, self-imposed pressure, um, and um, it was a great learning experience for them. 
to kind of figure out that there's a lot of highs and lows in, in high school. And it doesn't matter how much AAU and tough, tough games that you've played in those types of environments, the high school environment's a little different. And so um, Cookville was very prepared and um, kind of gave them some, some looks that they haven't really experienced. And so it was a great learning process for us. Um, and so uh, hopefully they learned a lot from that week of, of kind of being at a really big high and then kind of feeling the pains of a low. Um, so it was a learning, learning week for us for sure. Here early in the season, you get going, and then you kind of run into this holiday that is Thanksgiving. How do you balance that weirdness of feeling like you just kind of got into the rhythm, just got the engine rolling, and now you've kind of got to pivot, stop, do some weird scheduling? Well, you know, um, it, it's it's kind of interesting, like you said. You know, you get going, and then you press pause. But for us, you know, we, may, we, we tell them, hey, listen, I know Thanksgiving is coming, but we're still practicing. You know, we practiced this morning, they'll have tomorrow off, and we come back and we practice on Friday. And so um, we tell them, this is the season. You know, we have a lot of young, young players who might be used to having a bunch of time off during Thanksgiving, but you just can't do that in high school. So we really try to stay in a routine and stay in rhythm. And so um, our kids are young enough and full of energy. We had a great practice this morning. Um, but the challenge will be coming in on Friday morning after a, a Thanksgiving uh, feast on Thursday. So that's the real test for us. You talked a few times about you know learning curve and, and going on the road to Cookville and, and getting some hard lessons. What are the things this team has to improve on here in November and December to be ready for an, a very hefty uh, district schedule coming up in January? Mm-hmm. Well, I think the biggest thing is that understanding that you know, you're not going to go out and score 28 points every game. You know, people are scouting. People are going to be ready for you. Um, and and the biggest thing is learning how to bounce back, right? You know, hey, maybe I didn't play great, but I have to have to continue to prepare and bounce back from, from tough outings. Um, we also learned, hey, we have to shoot the ball really well. Um, that's where our strength is. Uh, we have to shoot the ball really well. Um, and we can't be hesitant in any of the things that, that we do. I thought against Cookville, you know, they were, they were more nervous than what, what they were against Pickett County. And so um, there's really no time for that. You know, they have to go out, not be hesitant, and be aggressive um, no matter what the situation is. No matter what the situation is, head coach Kim Cram, Cumberland County Lady Jets, as they attempt to make a run themselves with an interior veteran post presence and two very young and talented guards. I'm Colin Castleberry. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Let's stay with girls basketball and stay in Cumberland County where we're checking in with Mike Buck, girls head basketball coach at Stone Memorial the Lady Panthers, and how they're faring here early in the season. Coach Buck, uh, I catch you in the holiday week here, coming off practice, about to go, uh, as you said, get fat uh, this week. What have you thought of, of your team so far? What are your early impressions of the Lady Panthers on the early season? Yeah, so, yeah, appreciate good talk to you this morning. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely going to go grub over the next few days, that's for sure, but 
um, yeah, I love our girls. I love our, I love, you know, who they are. Um, just good, good people, uh, talented girls. We haven't, you know, been able to, to, you know, get, get a whole thing, a whole lot of things clicking right now on either end, but, um, we're getting better. I feel like, um, if we, you know, if we just stay focused and locked in, um, I think we're going to have, uh, you know, a shot to be a pretty good team eventually. Um, you know, we've played two, um, we've played three games, one and two right now, uh, and then along with a couple of, you know, really tough scrimmage games. And so I've seen some really good moments. And I guess like everybody in November, uh, high school basketball, um, I've seen some really ugly moments. And so, um, but I do love our kids. I love our team. I love our chances, uh, you know, down the road. You mentioned it there, right? You've seen some some great moments. You've seen some not so great moments here in the early season. Uh, how do you kind of begin to lean into finding consistency in the great moments and eliminating the not so great moments? How do you do that in November? Yeah, I think it's I think it's uh, you know just we talk about showering them with truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm not going to you know tell you you're great all the time because none of us are great all the time uh we all have mistakes and so um um getting them to, to see them consistently and, and and us be consistent as coaches being consistent with that message um until it does get fixed right and so um film work uh you know i've, I've found you know that that is a really helpful tool more we can do that you know this this time of year i think it's going to at least plant some seeds that need to be, you know, of, of correction, I guess, uh, for our girls. It's not going to instantly flip a switch and it get fixed, but I think it's going to be a, a definitely a big part of the process of of them not only taking our word for it, uh, but also being able to, you know, visually, uh, oh, that's what you're talking about, and they them think that, you know, well, I did cut hard, and then I put it put it put it on film in front of them, and they see, eh, I think I can cut a little harder than that, you know, so. I think definitely film work uh, this time of year is important. Um, and it's just repetition, you know, and, and holding them accountable to that same standard all the time. Um, I think all that kind of goes into, into hopefully, you know, I've, I've been doing this a long time, and that's kind of what's worked in the past. I, I'm expecting it to work again. One can only hope that it works again, Coach. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. One of the other things you hear a lot of coaches talk about is how important – November and December can be in terms of playing so many teams that you maybe don't get another chance to see getting into some region teams and tournament play and how important is that for the Lady Panthers this season specifically to get a lot of these games to get a lot of these challenges under their belt so that when January and February come you guys feel uh, prepared for those moments. Correct. Yeah. So obviously our league is the toughest as tough as anybody's in the state. And so um, somebody asked me the other day what what our schedule looks like this year. And I said, well, anybody that's good in the Upper Cumberland is on our schedule. And I really feel like Upper Cumberland basketball, girls basketball, is is uh, top notch. So we got you know York, we you know a couple times, um, you know uh, Cookville a couple times. Uh, you know it's it's Clark Range, Pickett County. If you're good in this area, we're, we're, we're playing you. So uh, non-district uh, is going to be some really, really challenging basketball games. And so we're building on little small successes as we go along. Whether we win or lose right now, we're just going to be able to, you know, pick out some wins, uh, 
in games. Uh, you know, we executed this play really good. We did, you know, defensively, our trapping angles were really good. So being able to pick out victories there so that we, you know, as teaching points, we can, um, you know, show them what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong. And then, you know, I've always felt like as a coach, if your most challenging games are postseason games, then I think you failed as a coach. And so, uh, taking it even further, if our most challenging games, because again, we know how brutal our league is, if we don't see a challenge until we get into league play, then I feel like we're, you know, that's, that's going to be such a rush of, uh, uh, just, just, uh, you know, it'd be such a distraction that, uh, we won't be able to overcome. So, uh, we're playing all these really good teams and hopefully trying to build some victories along the way so that when we do get in the league play and then eventually postseason, um, hopefully we'll be able to uh, be in the position that we're in, that we that we see ourselves uh, that we want to be in later on. Like any team, they see themselves making a deep run. Head coach Mike Buck, Lady Panthers, Stone Memorial Basketball on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We go back to the boys' half of high school basketball across the Upper Cumberlands, and we come back up the interstate and down Highway 111 to Sparta to check in with White County boys' basketball coach Eric Mitchell, Mitchell as the Warriors quite obviously are missing their star player. So how are they faring without Trip Pinion? Coach Mitchell, uh, another season is upon us. Certainly can't believe it's already uh, you know come to pass that – uh, it feels like only a few weeks ago we were, uh, you know, last season was was ending. How excited are you? How excited are the guys uh, for the chance to to kickstart or tip off another season? Oh, I think they're I think they're extremely excited. Uh, you know, uh, uh, we have uh, we have an entirely new squad other than Trip Pinion, and he's 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 out for for a bit with an ankle injury. Um, uh, but they were extremely excited. I, I thought last night we were really nervous, but we came out in the second half and 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 put a good run third quarter together, and they they played really well. And, it, and I was excited for them because uh, none of, none of these guys have ever played uh, in a varsity game. So uh, you know, I thought we played well the second half. Yeah, you you certainly began to talk about right there. I think the storyline coming into the year for you guys, and that is that you've got a whole squad full of guys that haven't had varsity action outside of the one guy who you're not going to have uh, for a minute. On the one hand, obviously you're getting experience for some guys, but uh, how difficult is it coming into the season, uh, you know, expecting to have Trip Pinion and then he unfortunately suffers uh, that ankle injury during football? Well, I mean, it, there's no words. I mean, uh, you know, he's our – he does uh, – you know, he does everything. He plays so hard and gets that, the other kids to play hard. He's He's been the point guard for – the last two years, he was in, you know, he's MVP of the region last year. And it was just, it was tough, but you know, his future is more important than the now, you know, basketball. We want, we want to have him back for the, you know, the district playing tournament, hopefully. And, and, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's kind of a shock and we had to rearrange things and, but, you know, kids stepped up last night in the, in the second half and, and they, this group, this group of kids, uh, you know, have played with trip and know how hard he plays and, and they play extremely hard, and that that's that that solves a lot of problems when you play that hard. Yeah, considering a lot of these kids haven't seen a lot of varsity action, uh, everybody coming into the season, obviously, really in any sport at White County, is going to know the name Trip Pinion. But who are some other names, especially without Trip, that we've got to keep an eye out for as the season kind of tips off here and gets going? Uh, 
yeah, Lucas Smith. He's a sophomore. He came. He came. He uh, he came over. He transferred over from Cookville. He played really well last night. Led us in scoring with twenty. Uh, very smart basketball player. Uh, Cole Sims is another one. Um, he's a freshman, um, kind of a point guard slash two guard. Uh, you know, he plays extremely hard. Uh, very smart. Uh, Nate, Nate Griffin uh, came in last night. He's the most athletic kid on the team, and, and just. Uh, you know, cause disruption. And then I had a sophomore uh, surprise, uh, uh, Mason Steele, uh, very good athlete, came in off the bench and had 10 points in the second half. So, um, you know, just, just tickled for those guys. You know, they were excited. They were nervous. Uh, you know, I tried to explain to them that Smith County would be as nervous as we are. But, you know, it was a good, it was a good game. Smith County really, really played well in the second quarter, and we were down nine and a half. But th- those kids came out and, and, uh, you know, got the ball rolling, and, and I think that's created a lot of offense. What do you think it says about this team who obviously, you know, a lot of these guys at least saw this team go to the glass house last year. What does it say about this team that they were down nine at the half and they didn't seem rattled? They come out, they do what you do in basketball, which is make it a game of runs, and they end up walking away uh, with a positive result. Uh, well, I mean, it just heart and grit. I mean, uh you know, uh, they they didn't get down on themselves, uh, and you know, I mean, they know they have to play harder. It's the next man up. So, uh, you know, I don't really have any set starters right now. Uh, I hope we kind of kind of found our, a little bit of our identity, uh, which we didn't have going into last night uh, in the in the third and fourth quarter. And you know, we still got we still got a lot of things to fix. But you know, they there were some uh, very you know very good positives in that game and. And I'm just extremely uh, proud of how hard they play and how good defensively we are. I mean, you know, I, I told uh, a lot of people, "How are you going to be?" I said, "Well, if we can get to 50, we'll be, you know, we'll be in a lot of games." And, and that's what we did last night. We won 51 to 40. So, um, and uh, the big kid for Smith County, the two big kids, they played they played really well for them. So, but there was a lot of fouls, and you know, my my one concern is we were 13 to 32 from the foul line, and and that's got to that's got to get better. So. Uh, hopefully we'll work on that today, and, and a lot of that's mental too. So, but yeah, extremely proud overall. Hey, Coach Eric Mitchell, White County Boys Basketball Coach. One more before we let you go. You mentioned uh, some pleasant surprises. A lot of coaches coming into the season, uh, you know, they feel confident about what they have, and and they may have one or two things go differently. But how nice was it last night to to be pleasantly surprised by uh, one or two kids and, and the way your team was able to respond? Oh, I think it's a big a big up upswing. Um, like like uh, the the steel kid coming in off the bench, he's never played a second in a varsity game, uh, meaningful. And he came in, and, and his defense, he took a big charge right off the, the bat um, and then got it, got, a, got one out in transition, got a layup, seen the ball go in, and he hit a three, uh, knocked down two free throws. And then Lucas Smith, uh, the sophomore, he, he came – I mean, he really cranked it up in the, in the second half. Um, you know, it, it's just uh, – it was exciting to watch the second half. I was a little worried at halftime, but, you know, we just tried to be calm with them and, and you know, and correct a few things, and, and, and it worked, so – um, it was a good start for, for these young, this young group. A young group indeed of Warriors who want to make a deeper run this season, but it's going to take a whole lot of work from this team early in the year without Trip Pinion to set themselves up for when he returns 
to make that deep run, both in district play in the regular season and, of course, in district and region tournament play and beyond in the postseason. I'm Colin Castleberry. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Tonight's show, a hybrid show, as we previewed two semifinals on the Gridiron Upperman at Greenville on Friday night and York uh, at home, that is, in Jamestown, hosting East Robertson. The Upperman at Greenville game will have the Bees on Sports Radio 104.7 as your game of the week Friday night. Kickoff at 6 p.m. Central Time. 5.40 or so. Pre-game will begin with myself and head coach Wes Shanks. As for the previews on the hardwood, thank you to head coach Eric Mitchell, Rodney Pyle, Mike Buck, and of course Kim Cram joining us tonight on the program to talk Upper Cumberland basketball. Thanksgiving tournaments uh, the rest of this week. Want to make sure everyone tunes in Livingston Academy on WLIV Friday at 2.30 Pickett County, you can catch that on our YouTube page, UC Sports Nation, uh, Stonecom Radio on YouTube. You can find that. They'll have Thanksgiving tournament action Friday and Saturday. And then, of course, none other than Livingston Academy's girls on Saturday as well, finalizing their Thanksgiving tournament action. So much more also going on across the UC. Make sure you go check it out. I'm Colin Castleberry. Thank you to everyone listening. And most importantly, be thankful this holiday season. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody.